Because, you know, the whole COVID pandemic and stuff like that, like, I thought nobody was going to turn out. But, yeah. like, there was, like, over, like, 150 people. Yeah. And we had only 50 books to give out. And so, like, all the books just, like, they disappeared, like, very I know. Quickly. I saw so, you doing, like, Debco with everyone. Debco, you know what I mean? Everyone just everyone's Palestinian in Bridgeview. I don't know. I it's know. crazy. Everyone's Little Palestine. Yeah. Shout out Palestine. You know what I mean? Palestinians are super supportive, too. They're definitely I love Palestinians. Like, ever since I think I did that song, Touchdown Palestine with Wahib. Mm-hmm. Like, all the Palestinians around the world, they just support us like crazy. Like, me and Wahid, we've done, like, seven, eight shows together just because oh. of that one song. And because yeah. Palestinians are, like, ride-or-die people, so... They are. Big they are. To yes. you know <laughs> what was your biggest, like, inspiration behind, like, writing your book? Um, well, to be honest, I've actually... I've always wanted to write a book because I felt like my life always had, like, a story. You okay. know what I mean? Because, like, I converted to Islam at the age of 15 in high school mm-hmm. in a catholic school there was no muslims and like my story is so unique and just like what i've gone through th- throughout the past 10 years of like converting to islam and then becoming famous and then like traveling the entire world and so i just felt like i had a lot to talk about and i felt like it could be a means of inspiration for like the youth and like other yeah. muslim converts like like one of the reasons why it's like I feel like my story can help people convert to Islam and that's why a lot of non-Muslims actually bought my book because I have a lot of non-Muslims who follow me mm-hmm. and they want inspiration they want to find God so a lot of them purchased my book um, but I wasn't planning to write a book so soon because I'm only 25 years old right yeah. 20, 26 so I was like maybe I'll write a book when I'm 30 but Yusuf who's the co-author you know he's like yo Jay I think I think it's time you write your book and I'm like yeah. really? I'm like alright and we were in the quarantine, right? So as soon as he called me, literally the next day, I started writing it, and the book was done in a month. I, I know. And the book is pretty thick. Like, it's like it's a pretty yeah. Thick book. I, well, like I saw like the cover. I didn't yeah. actually like like physically hold the book, but when like Yusuf told us, like you guys finished that book in a in month. Yeah, I was in like, a month. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, that's, so that's really. It usually, usually like, takes like two to three years. Yeah, to finish a yeah. Book. I, but I was like. Literally, I'm not even exaggerating, like 16 hours a day. Just like, we're, we're in quarantine, yeah, so I had nothing better to do, right? Yeah, so I was just like in my laptop, just writing, writing, <laughs> writing, writing, writing. I'm like, there you go, let's finish. I'm sure you wrote a lot of music music too, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. So the quarantine was, it was it was unfortunate, the whole coronavirus thing, yeah. but I felt like if you know how to use your time, you can get a lot out of it. 100%. Right. I feel we, we, got this, we got this room done during quarantine. We did so. this room. Really? Yeah. yeah. And we were like, let's yeah. start the podcast yeah. in under we, a month. We, we just did it. did it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. really. Yeah. I, I feel like the quarantine is honestly good for a lot of people. It who is. More ambitious. Yeah. For yes. the ambitious people, yes. for entrepreneurs, yeah. people 100%. who don't depend on a nine to five and stuff. Like, yeah, it's definitely, there's so much room for opportunity. Like, yeah. people became millionaires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Jeff Bezos, he, he, he like, got like. Oh, he's like. Fifty billion dollars during the quarantine because really? people have to order through Amazon, right? So yeah. online oh, businesses yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, alhamdulillah, you know, yeah, it's a blessing. It is. It is. A so blessing. through your music, 
I know I've, I've watched a couple of videos of yours. I know that you were saying mm-hmm. that you've had a lot of people convert to Islam. Yeah. How does that feel? Um, it feels really good, you know, because the fact that I converted, mm-hmm. like my main goal was like, you know, because I was once in a very, very dark place in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Before I found Islam and even during Islam, because I didn't really have a lot of Islamic inspirations, I'd say, growing, mm-hmm. up, growing up. I kind of had to figure it all out by myself. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, I'm a means of inspiration for a lot of people, it feels really good because I know how it feels to be dark and I know how it feels to find God. And once you, you know, when you when you taste something so sweet, if you love other people, you want other people to taste that sweetness as well, right? So the fact that I, I, I've experienced so much, I'm like, why don't I use my talents and use whatever I'm capable of doing to help inspire other people. But now that I've written a book and now that I do motivational speaking, I'm mm-hmm. doing more than just music, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's my main purpose. The only intention behind the music that I do is to inspire people. So if I inspire people, whatever way, shape, or form, my job is complete. Yeah, that's right. Cool. And you, I mean, you do definitely do in the fact, like, I, you know, I've actually seen you a few times during, like, the convention, and mm. I just see how people really come and they, they, they take to you, you know, everyone wants to yeah. come talk to you, and, you know, like, just have a minute to just, like, yeah. ask you things, yeah. you know? And it's people, so you it, have that energy thank about you. you. The genuine thank you, you so energy. much. And even, even yesterday at the event, there was, there was a family who flew all the way from Houston just to oh, come wow. to the book signing. Is, and Houston's, like, three-hour flight from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. A whole family, they came. Wow. Right? Some people drove all the way from Indiana three hours away, wow. right? So, you know, it's just like when you impact people. And, I, and honestly, sometimes I forget. Like, as soon as what he told me last, yesterday, yo, you got to come through the back. I'm like, why? Because it's like so many people outside, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I see the people, I'm like, I really forget. Because when, when you're on your phone and you do everything from the internet, you don't see how the people are looking at you mm-hmm. and how they're impacted. So it's like when you finally see it in person, it makes you really emotional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you like do your music, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your process when you do you write your music? Of course, yeah. Okay, right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> how how is your process when um, you write your music? Honestly, it's very different. I like to I like to start by finding a beat that I like, mm-hmm. and then it's very natural. Like I I get a beat, and then as soon as I hear the beat, I'm feeling it out, feeling it out, and I'll start humming. Yeah. I'll start humming, 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 and then what I'll do is that I'll go on my phone, mm-hmm. for example. And I'll just, I'll literally say gibberish. I'm like, anything. And then once I get all the melodies, I'll yeah. fill those melodies with words. So I literally did that. Yeah, we, That's cool. Yeah, at the studio, I was in the studio the other night with Wahib. Mm-hmm. And uh, literally, I literally just heard the beat. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. And I just hummed it, hummed it, hummed it. I went in the booth and then I got a hook for the song in like two minutes. That's mm. that's right. so interesting because I feel like every uh, like you know rapper just creative they have their own process yeah. of how they they write their lyrics and how they make process. their music so that's a really cool process yeah no and it's you have to have fun with it if you stress it's not good yeah like the best songs and the only songs that should be released are the ones as soon like I'm talking like literally as soon as you hear the beat you have to have it you, you yeah. have to have the song concept you have to have the melody it's like okay okay. Okay, okay, I'm going in the booth. Yeah. Okay. It has to be like, if you're stressing, like, I don't know what the song should be about, just throw it out. Yeah. That's, that's my mentality. Is there ever any, like, music that's, like, really deep that you wouldn't want to put out? Um. Because I know everyone yeah. who kind of has influence, they don't want to put out too much that doesn't pertain to their audience, mm-hmm. right? Because you have a big Muslim following. Yeah. Is there any other, like, way that you would want to make your music? 
Um, well, for me now, because actually, ever since the quarantine, I'm actually taking a break from music. Okay. Because um, I wanted to focus more on my personal brand. Obviously, the book, that was a lot of work to do. Um, I feel like most of my music throughout the past five years was mainly for a Muslim audience, but I think now I want to start expanding. Okay. Right? So, what I wanted to do is, so right now I'm learning, like, the Somali language, right? Because I like to learn languages as a Yeah, as a you speak five languages. Yeah, so like so five languages. So now I want to, I want to, like, make music with the cultures of the languages that I'm learning. So if I, like, awesome. my next project is going to be, like, like, a Somali-inspired that's so cool. Then I might I like do that. one in French and do one in Malaysian. So what I what I can do with that is I can expand yeah, to other, expanding like, your audience. other audiences yeah. in different parts of the world. So even on TikTok, for example. Which I is got, getting deleted. It's getting rid of it, yeah. yeah. Well, well, is it getting banned, banned? Or? There was an executive order I read today. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm from Canada, so that <laughs> doesn't affect me. Yeah, I guess. Um, but my TikTok, I got 100,000 followers okay. in 20 days. When I first, when I first started, but the one of the reasons why I did that is because I did videos in other languages. Like I did, I did like a few Malaysian videos, Mm -hmm. um, a few Arabic videos, and then they just, they reached other communities, Somali videos. So I was able to like get all these followers from all over the world so quickly. So that is my secret is to learn other languages and to reach out. And I haven't even dropped a song yet. I've only done videos speaking language. So once I drop the songs, I think that's that's going to be... So that's like my new direction. It's like a cultural... I like that though. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Instead of just religious, I feel like if it's more cultural, then everybody will be able to appreciate yeah. it, right? 100%. Yeah. And I feel like too, you can still build that connection with people, you know? Absolutely. I, I if not even more. Exactly. Because culture is so... It's so precious to everybody, right? So if you talk to somebody in their language or connect with them in their culture and you're not even from that culture, like they're just going to... They gonna, love it. Yeah, they're just going to appreciate it so much, right? Like, the fact that I wear, like, Palestine all over, like, you know, have all the, like, Palestinians. They love it. They go crazy. You see what I'm saying? I like this jacket. Thank you. I know. It's a strong Thank you so much. That's really dope. I've never seen that before. Thank you so much. That is so cool. I just noticed it said in Shalva. It says in Shalva. Yeah, it's on the back, too. On the back, you know. I love it. That's awesome. Well, I think that when, how you're bringing culture into everything and how you can speak all these languages... I how do you do that? Like, how did you learn five languages? Yeah. I, I feel like, um, honestly, there's that's no discipline. There, and that that's the answer. It's yeah. there's there's no secret. There's no. It's not a talent. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to learn languages, it's not a talent. Mm-hmm. It's just you put in the time and you work for it, right? And like literally, so one of the blessings is living in Canada because Canada's kind of boring, like especially <laughs> in my city, Ottawa. Like, you're able to focus. Mm-hmm. But if I lived in, like, Toronto, which is a busy city, yeah. like, I'd be out going to meetings every day, going to work. But in my city, I literally wake up, and I go to, like, this community center or this office, and mm-hmm. I just sit there, I lock myself, and I study for, like, six hours, eight hours a day. Wow. That's what I did when I was learning Arabic and learning the Fusha to learn the Quran. Like, I literally would go to a Starbucks every day, and i just study. And, like, nobody, would, I would talk to nobody. And it's just discipline. That, that's, right? that's No, na- you can't, you can't watch netflix you have to be able to give up some of your social life like yeah. you just got to put in the time yeah right so was your family super supportive of like this decision oh yeah yeah that, well at first like my 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 dad was very angry that i was going to become muslim he's like if you become muslim you're not my son no more yeah and my mom was very worried but and i even talk about this in my book as soon as i converted i worked so much on my character and when parents see their child becoming a better human being no matter what it is they have to support it because mm-hmm. it's a chi- it's a parent's dream to see their child become like a better human being mm-hmm. and fulfilling their dreams mm-hmm. and just being good, right? Because when when a parent, when a child is bad, it's like it's like a nightmare, 
for the, for the parents. Know, yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So when you see a child become good, like you're, it's literally a prayer answer. Yeah. Answered right. So. Yeah, so alhamdulillah, now my dad is very supportive. Like, he, he follows me on social media. Like, he'll say, like, Assalamu alaikum, mashallah, nice. inshallah, Jumma Mubarak, Ramadan Kareem. Like, Aww, he'll tell me all that that's stuff. That's so, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a blessing, though, that you have that support system. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Because sometimes like, some people, you know, some like some families, they, they may not do that or they may mm-hmm. not show, show that even if mm-hmm. you are, like, influencing yourself or you know, elevating yourself to that next step. So that's, that's amazing. That's such yeah. a blessing. Alhamdulillah. The support is unreal. That's awesome. So talk about your new song, Solo. I uh, like that song. So, oh, that, that came out a few months ago. <laughs> I know, I know, but I do like it. You like it's, it? It's, it's catchy. recent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so, it's so catchy. Thank you so much. Yeah, so it's just one of those songs that I wanted to write because I was, um, obviously I was part of Dean Squad uh, yes. for the past five years, and then uh, the whole split up happened. So I just wanted to show, like, listen, I'm solo, and like I can do it solo, you know? Do you because, feel like it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders? Um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like all bands, all bands eventually break apart, yes. whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. It just, it, it has to happen like One Direction, Linkin Park. There's so many bands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in any band, all the members have such a different and unique personality. And I feel like I am very different and unique mm-hmm. by myself, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't write a book about my personal journey in my life if I was still in a band, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So I feel like everything that happens is for... It's from God's wisdom and God's sake, right? So that's why I have, I'm happy with where my life is at right now. I've done so much as a solo act, you know, and there's just so much more room for growth, right? I'm only, I'm only 25. Yeah. You know, so I have such, I have a long life ahead of me, inshallah. So, inshallah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I can, I can relate to that. Yeah. A lot of people, like when you're with each other for a while, you start to grow separately. Okay, you can. And yeah. sometimes you can't, like, restrict yourself. You can't. You know, because you right? it's, like, the worst thing, especially mm-hmm. for a creative person, creative mm-hmm. mind. Restricting that is, it's like, almost cutting off your wings. Exactly. Yes. Right? So, like, if you're, like, part of part of a, a, a band called, like, Dean Squad, like, the word Dean, religion, like, yeah. you're, you're kind of, you already have a restriction in the songs it's that like you're It's, like, a fixated, like, topic. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, but now that I'm by myself, I can... Expand. Expand, write about whatever I want. Yeah, right? do Which, like the Somalian song that you want exactly. to do, Exactly, you know? there you go. Like, I, c- I couldn't do that in a band where we're o- we were only talking about, like, Islamic stuff and for a Muslim audience. Yeah, because you're getting everyone else's opinion. Exactly. You know, and then, yeah. yeah. I mean, it can be a good thing, but also it can be negative if you want to kind of veer off into your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I definitely, I support that. I really Thank like you. the song. I did yes. notice in the song you wrote... Um, Working hard like a single mom. Uh, I knew how I like that. Yeah, I, I, a lot of Where was the message behind? It's a catchy I don't know where the message was. No, you guys listen. I like that. I'm a single mom. I'm a single mom, oh, so I want to go. Okay. What was the message behind well, that? Well, you know, I was I was raised by a single mom. Okay. You see, see, I was thinking that. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Because I, when I listened to it, I was like, oh. Like there's something there. Yeah, no, I was raised. I was raised by a single mom, and um, I feel like, like the best people I've known in my life were raised by single parents. Mm-hmm. Just because when you're a single parent, you have to, like, you're literally playing both roles. Yes. And like, I will forever like just respect that and cherish that. Like, you know, like, and I wanted to give that shout out because there's always such a stigma on like single parents or like divorcees and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. no, we should we should be celebrating these people. Mm-hmm the hard work that they have to do to like raise kids and pay the bills and make all that money so it's like yeah i'm grinding like a single mom they'll do whatever yeah. it, they'll do whatever it takes to support their child yeah. you know what i'm saying so like yeah so that's that's literally the message behind that song that's, i know i love, I love that, that message so i really do thank you yeah it's amazing because like i feel like too when um when you when 
you talk like when you can talk about things that are relatable mm-hmm. and how you can relate to people mm. i think that you know the type of direction you're going in as an artist you know you we hear a lot of like rap songs right and through like mainstream media mm. and uh, don't get me wrong you know the beats can be cool like the beats are kind of why people listen to it because if you take mm-hmm. the beats away and you listen to the words it's like what are we listening like what is that some music to? some of it yeah but i feel like i think you're gonna take a new wave on with yeah. how you're doing with like your rapping and with your music do you feel like there's any type of artist like someone that you would really love to collaborate with in that industry like in the mainstream in the mainstream yeah. kind of industry um to be honest i don't i don't know I really don't know, cause a lot, like you said, a lot of the music is is really corrupt. Like everybody's listening to like WAP, right? Yeah, yeah. By like Cardi, it's yeah. like that's like what that's literally what's in right now, and that's the only thing. That's the kind of music you can make in order to make it in that industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very dangerous. So I like my biggest inspiration, like like of music, is like Jay Z and like Fifty Cent. But even now, if you ask me, would I make a song with them? I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um. Probably like Chance the Rapper maybe because he 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 He's somewhat like talks that, about like a positive message and stuff or Lupe Fiasco I was just yeah say Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco is I actually, like him. he's one of the reasons why I converted to Islam like when I first heard one of his songs growing up I'm like he's Muslim okay let me look into the religion more and then so I think Lupe would definitely be yeah what about J Cole. I like J. J. Cole. Cole too. J. Cole's, J. Cole's dope. J. Cole's dope. Like he's got a, he's I got like him, man. And Russ. Russ is not bad. Russ is one of my favorites. She's obsessed with Russ. He's obsessed. Russ. Russ is lit. Russ he's is really good. I love Russ. That song Goodbye I would do a song with Russ. amazing. Such, he's so I good. I love that song. See, well, I like that those artists, they kind of engineer mm-hmm. their music. Mm-hmm. They, they are the people that are behind it. They create yeah. it. They write it. They do it. They mm-hmm. do the beats and everything. Yeah. And that's something that, that's your style. And I think those are the, like, those are the most, those are true artists. Definitely. Because anyone else can go in there and just make the beats and make the music. Exactly. But you guys are the true artists that, that Thank get you. that done. So So outside of your persona and your audience, what's something, like, one thing about yourself that nobody really knows that's interesting about you? Wow. That's a, I've never gotten that question before. Um, I feel like I'm very, uh, like, behind cameras and also I'm very quiet. Okay. I'm just, I'm a very quiet, like, just shy keep to myself type of guy interesting um i think um yeah i think i think that's it yeah just very quiet yeah i can relate are you like more of like an observer yeah because i like i like to learn so i just and that's why a a lot of the people who i hang out with i like to hang out with people who are like a lot older than me Mm -hmm. so when when they're talking like i just kind of observe what they're saying and then like they'll tell me the mistakes they've made in their lives Mm -hmm like when they were growing up so I can learn from that and avoid those same mistakes mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying so that's yeah. why I feel like I've been ahead a lot of my life because a lot of people tell me you know they regret the time that they wasted in their 20s and yeah. so that's someone for like me I'm like I don't like wasting time like I have mm-hmm. to always be doing something when I'm back home like if I'm not doing something like I'll literally get depressed yeah right um so yeah like I'm very quiet I'm very observant and I just like to see how other people do things and then I just learn from them so I, I feel like, I mean, I'm kind of like that too in a sense because mm. my parents would always tell me growing up, you know what, if you're the smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. then you need to you need to go find other people. Room, you're in right? the wrong yeah, room. Yeah, there you go. And as, yeah. I, and as I'm 25, so mm. as I got an older too, yeah. I realized, like, because I'm very bubbly, super outgoing, I love talking to people, mm-hmm. but I'm more of an observer. As I've mm. gotten older, mm-hmm. I do like to kind of just keep to myself a little bit. Yeah. Just 
watch. Watch, yeah. I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's a, it's more of like just more wisdom, mm-hmm. getting more wisdom, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's that just comes as you as you grow. Definitely. So, yeah. Do you ever get like overwhelmed with your shows? Like, how do you deal with the stress that comes with obviously being, like, dating? How do you deal yeah, with that? I think the stress is always right before the event. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, so, yesterday, for example, yeah. I was stressed. I was like, oh, no one's going to come. It's a flop. I only, promote, I only promote it, like, for, like, two days. I don't think yeah. anyone's going to come. And then it's like, you're there. It's like, yo, there's a lot of people. So I'm like, oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, that, and, and, that's, and that's pretty much it. But usually for concerts, like, performing, it's always... Yeah, it's always right before, but as soon as you hit the stage and mm-hmm. then the crowd will cheer for you, it's That's all it. done. It's so you're, you're in the like zone, you're getting shivers, yeah. you're going crazy, and so yeah, I, I, I love performing. It's one of my, like, I'm always, like, energetic on stage, I interact with the crowd and stuff, so it's it's such, it's a dream to see people, like, singing along to your lyrics, yeah. and I've experienced that for, like, five years, so it's such an amazing feeling. That's amazing. Would you have any plans to release any new music? soon absolutely oh no absolutely i feel like now that um i've i've finished the book and everybody knows i'm an author now so it's official music yeah. up the stand. you gotta keep it going now with <laughs> yeah the books. definitely no i'm definitely gonna write a second book um and uh yeah so i feel like now i have more time to just focus on music again and stuff like that but i'm not in a rush mm-hmm. because i want to come back different, yeah right uh-huh. because i feel like like it, there's such an oversaturation now with music. Yeah. Even even with like the whole like Muslim and like I don't know like positive stuff. Like I feel like I feel like now even that's becoming so a little like saturated. So it needs to there needs to be a shift. Mm-hmm. And I want to show the world that I can do something different. So I'm not in a rush. Um, probably by 2021 I'll release something even before that. But like I'm gonna take my time and just really. I feel like music is oversaturated with like kind of ingenuine music and I think Mm -hmm. it needs to be saturated with more wisdom Mm -hmm. songs that actually matter because you'll notice like a lot of people are famous musicians and their songs literally make no sense they're not even kind of helping the audience you know but even a saturation of like there's even a saturation of conscious music too but there isn't a saturation of like meaningful music exactly. that's, that's what like I'm getting lit. at yeah. you know but that's what, I mean? what we need like, to kind of shift it's got those to. beats and exactly. it's got that vibe but yeah. it's actually saying something exactly. that's good exactly yes. yeah that's what we need that's yeah. the shift that we need especially for the younger kids that's what they need to listen to they have to they don't need to listen mm-hmm. to WAP cause there's no a lot of girls yeah. I know I do like her though I mean she's she's talented in a way but I feel like young like our younger generations they're just they're smiling they're saying these words and they don't even know what they're saying but it's like right. it's becoming like it's just like in their mind mm-hmm. and in their head mm-hmm. and even sometimes I listen to something and I'm like it's too much for you to listen I'm like, to wait what did she what did she just say yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's so for the younger kids you yeah. have to basically pertain to them and it's unfortunate though yeah okay so decade of guidance yes mm-hmm. When I think of that, uh, a decade of guidance, that name, did you come up with that name? I did. I really, it, it's it's really like a, when I, I think I, about it, it's yeah. so like, it's got a, a thing, like it sticks. Thank decade you. Decade of guidance. A decade of guidance. No, I thought of, I, I thought of the title before even you Yusuf called me to do the book. Like, I'm like, I'm going to make a book called A Decade of Guidance. I love it. Right? Like, I love the Ten year journey of yes. being a Muslim yeah. and like, you know, it's just. It's and the branding is perfect, right? Ten years, like it could have been nine, eight, seven. No, I decided ten to do it years. at ten years. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So 
yeah no i'm very i'm very happy with it and like when you hear the title you you'll always remember it yeah right and it's very it's very personal to me and uh, I just hope to keep selling more. Like in in Canada, it's five thousand copies to be a bestseller. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get that more you're very gonna get soon. That. You're gonna get you're it. Gonna get it. Oh, Inshallah, you're gonna Inshallah. get it. Inshallah, very soon. So what's three things that you would tell the audience watching right now? Um, I would tell the come as advice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, everybody watching, um, I just say to, um, whatever goals, whatever dreams you're trying to accomplish in life, don't stop. Pursue it. Um, if something is challenging or difficult in life that is a sign that there's a lot of goodness to it because anything that comes good in this life you have to go through pain you have to go through trials you have to go through tribulations in order to reach that goal mm-hmm. um so always stay positive always you know don't give up um s- surround yourself with people who who are like-minded who like to achieve their goals who like to work hard don't don't work with people who waste time because if you surround yourself with them you're just gonna go on that path, mm-hmm. um, and and just stay close to God however you can. Pray, and uh, that's pretty much it. I love that. Thank you. Well, thank that was you, good. Jay. Thank you so thank much, you so much for coming. No, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate this is one of my favorite man. podcasts. Just thank chill. You.